0: Sports Radio, 9290game, 9290game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this last day of July. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Right there top of the hour, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning. You find folks in Brookhaven. Oh, Brookhaven? Brookhaven. My old stomping ground. I know, that's right. It's right down there on Claremont. Right. Well, just something before you go in underneath well, the what railroad part tracks,
2: because a lot of it's Brookhaven now. So, what part of Brookhaven you you mean in now?
0: Well, it, it, I wasn't technically in, lived in Brookhaven. It was like right next to me, so I was always up and down P Street there. You know Peachtree Road there, and, yeah, 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 and, and they used yeah, to yeah, have a. Uh, used okay. to have a jocks over there, Jocks and Jills used to be okay, up there, okay. and then of course our Luckies is right. Used to be up the street there. It's, it's still there. It's still there, but then my burger ain't so. I ain't been there in a minute. Yeah, they got that burger. And, I like in there, so I've been better. <laughs> and but dude but who right ran there, it, Michael. And, yeah. He moved to the Dominican Republic, and opened up. Did he take your burger down there with I him? I doubt it. But <laughs> he moved unfortunately just before the pandemic him wow. and his wife and his kid wow. and they were opening up some kind of tiki bar sort of place mm, and and I, I know how God well that God bless them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also
2: uh, Oglethorpe is right there.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I say something here? We, we just came back with Michael. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever heard the interview. I think it was with Prince talking about, you know, his relationship with Michael Jackson and and there was some kind of conversation about Prince being in that video. Yeah. And Prince said, "Do you I heard think it? I think
2: it was Quincy Jones or something? He's talking Quincy Jones. Saying, y'all don't need me.
0: Well, it wasn't just that. It was a, <laughs> it was the first line that, that, that oh, yeah. get, got Prince off that. Did you imagine me in there? Your bud is mad. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. We're no, not doing no, that. We ain't doing that. But who was in the video? I was going to ask you, oh, I you know know that. I know who it is. Yeah, I mean, I you don't know who it is. I do know. Well, young tell me who young who it is.
3: actor on his way up went on to become a mega star and then went to jail. Young Wesley Snipes.
0: <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> who you ain't bad." Who turns 60 years old today? What? See how I bring things full circle, man? This ain't your average. See, so I set you up for that. I knew that. Yep. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> but he turned 60 today and born on the same the dude, day as New him. New Jack City. Yeah. Nino Brown. Nino, who, Nino Brown is 60 years old. He he's still a name that you bring up when you want to talk about talk about certain things. You see somebody acting crazy or driving a certain way, you say, oh, hey, wait, evil could evil. And people do certain things certain ways. They say, well, you think you need no brown? Yeah. You know, so they bring it up that way. But he was born on the same day as Kevin Green, Hall of Fame. Okay, yeah. Pittsburgh yeah. Steeler. Pittsburgh Steeler. So, there you go. Also celebrating a birthday today, Chris Hinton. Okay. So, we'll get to the rest of those in a little bit here. So, Sam and I are uh, going to revisit something that we did yesterday, but want to remind you we got Maria Ta- uh, Taylor. Maria Martin. This woman has got to be so mad at me at this point. She I've been messing might her be, she name just up. Might, she just I might, might just dip out during this interview. No, don't do that. I'm hang apologizing around, to her. Can we get her some Herb's ribs or something like We're that? we to do something. She, <laughs> Maria, I'm sorry.
2: She's great people. She's great people. You've I've
0: been, been calling her Maria all morning and then, you know, Maria Martin. Yeah. She will be joining us from 11 to live, talking not only Falcons and training camp but also some college football. And she will hopefully – if I don't screw it up too much, be a regular contributor to our show as we uh, head into football season, right? To have back from time to time to check in with us, so yes. Yeah, and a casting call coming up, uh, letting you know about some money flying through the air. But again, um, something that publications have been doing forever, you name the magazine, they put lists out, and it just conjures up all kinds of conversation, and whether it's you in the barbershop or places like this. So people have talked about what they did not long ago, And what they did is they took the 13 cities in America that have all five, if you will, professional teams in their city, NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, and WNBA, and they made their own Mount Rushmore. Now, we've done this Mount Rushmore thing ad nauseum, but they did it for each city. And just to kind of run down, I I got some of these yesterday. We got a bunch of feedback from some people who didn't believe the names they picked. Like, we started with Boston, right? And when you think about Boston, you're going to put four people up there that are Mount Rushmore. You think of uh, Bill Russell. You start with him. Then you go Mm -hmm. to Tom Brady. But then they went to Bobby Orr. If you don't follow hockey, you don't know what kind of player Bobby Orr was, Um, not only in, in the history of the NHL, but what he meant to that city, and there's a the famous footage of him flying through the air yeah. right in front of the goal there. Right, but it was that fourth one that people kind of turned their head and and made a Scooby Doo noise. Now, Eric came in here yesterday and he ch- he said the one that most people um, have chosen, or would you would think would be that fourth name, and that would be Larry Bird. Yeah, yep. right. It ain't Larry Bird. The the Hick from French Lake. Yep, I love that guy. He was great basketball player. He got a statue. He does, yeah. but they chose Ted Williams.
2: Splendid splinter.
0: The man considered the greatest hitter in Major League by many. Yep. The greatest hitter Major League Baseball's produced. So, anyway, that's Boston. You got Philadelphia, Dr. J. You got, and, and by the way, you don't have to have a representative, obviously, because there's five teams we're talking about, professional teams in these cities. You don't have to put four people. From each team. You do not have do to. Not. So, Philly's got two basketball players, what Iverson and Dr. J. They got Mike Schmidt, and they have um, Bobby Clark. Let's see. Chicago, that's an easy one. Uh, Starting with um, Jordan, and you got Walter Payton, Ernie Banks, Bobby Hull. Would have been the same four I would have chosen. Dallas is one. A little surprising, but, you know, I don't know enough about everybody from that city to have a comment, but you knew there was going to be some Cowboys.
2: And and more than one.
0: Yeah. So the one that isn't a Cowboy is Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. All right? Not Mark Aguirre. Not Dirk. Rolando Blackman, <laughs> whoever's played in the most old early Mavericks. Nobody teams.
2: from the Rangers. Nobody from the Rangers. Because Nolan Ryan was there for a time. Yes, and he was.
0: It, and the three
3: Cowboys were Emmett Staubach and who? And Bob Lilly. Bob. Murray. Right. Yeah. Yeah. i bought his name. I got to do some All of Famers. On him too. All of them.
0: Oh, but, yeah. Great. Uh, you great, know great the trip defense. None of the triplets are there. I mean, well, you, you don't have Troy and you don't have um, Michael Irvin. But again, all those Cowboys. It's like Lakers. Which yeah, brings me to which, which one you're going to put in out bring there. It, same thing happened with L.A. They have three Lakers and Sandy Koufax. And if you don't know with Lakers, obviously Magic, Kareem, and Kobe. So that's L.A. The Bay Area had another one out there, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. You start with them, obviously, Barry Bonds. Now, are you surprised at that, given how Barry's looked? And, uh, I'm just saying. Who's the other I'm one. extremely. You are? Yeah. You're surprised that Barry's mm-hmm. on there?
3: Okay. Well, I want to hear the fourth. Well, we because, the fourth one is Steph Curry. Okay. I was going to say, if the fourth is not Steph Curry, I was going to be upset.
0: But if, if – if 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 okay, we got those three. Mm-hmm. Who else from the Bay Area would you put on there if not Barry Bonds? So, so, uh,
2: not, so we're not counting Willie Mays.
0: Again, thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would because
3: – Yeah, you know, I know he's started with Brooklyn, but he's most. But he can't help. He's been a giant Giant, from start to finish, Yeah, and he's the face of the franchise. And um, what about Rick Barry?
2: Barry, that's another one. Yeah, they won championship. Yeah, they did. Yeah, With, with him there. Oh, um, wow. that's the oh, the Bay Area, period? It just says Bay Area. So we ain't getting no Oakland A's? There Ricky Henderson? There you go. Reggie Jackson? There you
0: go. There you go. Thank Dude. you. Dude. I'm saying this is what starts these conversations. Okay, so, and, then, and then did we even bring up New York? Well, that's coming up because there's three they hadn't chosen yet. Okay. Yesterday. There's one more they had chosen yesterday. I'll get to that in a second. So that was Bay Area. Told you about L.A. Detroit. Sam, keep your mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to get no call from nobody. Uh, Isaiah, Barry Sanders, Al Kaline, and Gordy Howe. Okay, I can live with that, right? That's Detroit. Denver, John Elway, Joe Sackett. <sighs> Joker's on there. Jokic is on there. Too, too premature. Okay, and Todd yeah. Hilton. Yep. Yeah. You could have put a couple of the hockey players on there, like a Hall of Famer named yeah, Patrick Wah. Right. Premature. You could have right. left, you know, a yeah, couple of those guys off. Yeah. But that's okay. That's who they.
2: That's who Denver. I Maybe mean, go back. Go back to to uh, Alex English or Dan Issel. even put the
3: basketball. But
0: all right. So again, there you go. Says so Denver we got you. All right. Let me move out here. Miami.
3: Now hold up, time out. And and I guess I'm racking my brain. Who is Miami's WNBA team?
0: I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. They don't have one.
3: I thought you said the list was well. The they
0: said they included the W, you know, the WNBA too.
3: Because because
0: we talked we about, talk about some Phoenix, other towns, in right. Phoenix, with Phoenix. And, and, okay. and i mean, well, well, I know I'm you about brought to up, get to them, and I'll see what they say.
3: I know you brought up Baltimore to me yesterday. I didn't know Baltimore was on the list because Baltimore definitely doesn't have one a WNBA team. It could
0: be South Florida, okay. But I don't know. But they're still well. The so Florida Panthers play in Miami, but they don't say Miami, right? So I'm saying so. It could. I, I have to
3: let, look. Let me look. See, because yeah, I don't please. remember a WNBA team. In no. the state of Florida. Well, Pierce. stay, stay no, with no, me here. Because no, so
0: they
2: second. played the whole league down there, and uh, they had their own bubble. Well,
0: the fact that you have to look for a team tells you that they don't have an all-time great that's played on that team. Okay? So who would you say Miami?
2: Just starting out with, with any of them down there? Well, Dan, you got start, yeah, start with Marino.
0: D-Wade. Yeah. The undefeated team's quarterback. Greasy? Yep. Really? Yep. And Alonzo. He is beloved down there. Yeah, really I was about is. to say, it yeah, was yeah. just because of his he status. He you know, He was cornerstone I mean, of those teams, te- man. Technically,
3: Udonis Haslam has been
0: done more than he <laughs> Yeah. Minneapolis. when he you kind of snuck in there. Minneapolis. Okay. You got Carmen Killebrew, Fran Tarkington, Kirby Puckett, wow. Kevin Garnett.
2: I, none I, of the purple people leaders.
0: No, none of them. They didn't win anything either, but I get what you're saying. Um, no. Front low Fran Tarkington quarterback in you know, yeah, those teams. Yeah. All right, so you brought up Phoenix. Phoenix they chose yesterday. Okay. Are you ready for this? Well, well you let's, guys let's take guess. a guess. Yeah, 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 you take
3: a guess. All right, so we're going to start with uh, – we talked about De- Deanna Torassi, right? De- 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 wasn't she? Deanna she She's there. Okay. She's on the list. Okay.
0: Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, he's on the list. Okay. He made it. Um, I
3: said either Kirk Schilling or Randy Johnson for what they did with the Diamondbacks.
0: There you go. Only one of them, though. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Okay. And Barkley. No. No. Barkley so no. ain't making it nobody's time. I had it. forgotten about this. I hadn't thought about this, dude. But, you, you know, you really can't. When you talk about – you, even when you talk about Charles Barkley. Kevin Johnson? No. Steve, Dan Mark- Steve Nash. Steve Nash.
3: Okay. Two MVPs. Okay. So two MVPs. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay. So Steve Nash is there. So they are going to pick Washington, D.C. No Gar Heard. <laughs> they're oh, going to pick D.C.s what? today, and they're going to pick New Yorks tomorrow.
3: Okay. And what website is this again?
0: This is Sporty News,
3: a magazine, sporty news. man. Okay. Sporty News. All right.
0: Yeah. Um, so my point is that we talked about this and, and who, who, debated. Who would be in D.C.? Um, That's a good question. Well, I mean, the, the Redskins got
3: three different quarterbacks, but maybe Joe Theismann.
0: I'm, I'm saying yeah. No, no, no I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, you sure? Okay, <sighs> well, let's go backwards. Some folks supposed to go back to, to like Sonny Jurgensen almost. But do he, he, do he you, you put, do you put do you
0: put do you put a national in or do you go put a Washington Center in? Do You go Frank Howard or do you go Scherzer or oh, no, one no, of the Frank guys? Howard from... gets
2: there. It'll be uh, it'll be one of the modern modern okay. Era guys. Okay. Okay. Um, and you know what? I'll go WNBA. I mean o- Ovechkin obviously. Yeah, right. Ovechkin from the, from the Capitals. And, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Elena Deladon.
3: Has she been there long enough? Excuse me. Um I
0: know, got th- Okay, you said who was the first one you said? Uh, Ovechkin. Okay, Ovechkin. Wes Unsel. Ovechkin,
3: well, I was going to say that. that yeah. I said that That's yesterday. For, remember, I don't, when you brought up Baltimore yesterday, I brought up Wes Unseld. Because he started with the Baltimore Bullets before they became the Washington Bullets. But he's mostly became, remembered as the Washington Wizards. Bullets. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, that or New York. And, again, I don't want to dip my toe in trying to figure out what New York's going to be. New York need two of them. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> they do. You,
0: they yeah, do. You know, know, you but will. but
3: I give you three that got to be there. El Capitone. Derek Jeter. Has okay. to be there. Yeah. Um, Who From Nick's history, got to be Patrick, right?
0: Patrick Ooh, over Willis Reed, what, what, uh, Frazier, Frazier. You know? Yeah. The Bush, geez. all them dudes that won it actually. Them dudes won championships. Okay. All
3: right. Mark Messier? Yeah.
0: Well, uh, that came from Edmonton Yeah, but that dude won a championship in New York, and right. that famous picture, him hoisting yes. that trophy. I got that. I wouldn't poster. be surprised if he's there, number two.
3: Okay. And then what about all the rest of those Yankees?
0: What about the rest the of babe. those Rangers? What about the Islanders? What about got the Giants and the Jets? Like I, said, need, like I said, they need, Joe two. You they need put two. Joe, Joe you Namath? They need two. Joe yeah. Namath. you got to put Joe Namath on well, there. Like I said, they need two. People are screaming at us right now. <laughs> They're running names. But again, New York City. Let me go to the
2: Twitter and see what's going on. On, on the first You're not going to put Eli on there? But uh,
3: No. Well, Straight hand? Hey, you know why like? not?
2: LT. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, there you go. Well,
0: I'd take LT before I would Eli. Yeah, no, I agree with him. I agree with him. You know, he got two championships, too did he just got one? No, he got two. He got two. Yeah. Eighty six yeah.
3: and ninety. Yeah. Yeah. And and all of, all the records that he had when he retired.
0: Before we get out of here, but the reason we brought this up is because it because Atlanta doesn't have a hockey team. They did not get included as one of the cities, but we're let's just pretend they had one. The Thrashers were still here. And they didn't produce an all time great. Who would the four from this city be? And we got we agreed on two, but when it came to three and four. We just sort of went. Eh. So for the rest of this show, you guys hit us up at at ninety two nine the game, um, and tell us who you think should be those other two. We obviously start with Hank Aaron. Then we go to Dominique. Yes. Who are the other two? I said I said Dion, and I couldn't wrap my mind around a, a guaranteed fourth one. And we could talk Matt Ryan. We can talk about other uh, Braves, whatever, or one of the big three pitchers. We had a lot of
3: uh, internet Twitter for Chipper Jones. A lot, okay, a lot for of Chip two. Chipper too.
0: So, okay. again, those are my three. i I'm not home. Sam, of the th- we got the first two. Who was the third or fourth that you chose? Just if you had really gravitated toward.
2: Hey, it, it's tough. Like like I, said, like I said, a lot of people don't, don't like it. But if there's going to be a Falcon to get a statue, the first one is going to be Matt Ryan. And a lot of people throw rocks at me for saying that,
0: but. Okay, that doesn't really answer my question, but, but yeah, I mean, am saying who's going to be on a, that a, Mount Rushmore? The lot, other a, two? He answered it. He, he said Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah.
3: all right. Yeah, it's going to be real tough. If Matt Ryan gets a gets a two bowl in another team, oh, man,
0: yeah, what do I place? Yeah, they're a trendy yeah. pick. My point yeah. is that who are the other two? He won't in Indianapolis. No, I'm saying he won't. I'm confident in that. How I'm confident. I, I can't tell you why. I'm just saying really? I'm confident that he won't win one in Indianapolis unless they get another quarterback and he's the backup. Dude. That's the way I'm saying it. I ain't Dude. nothing personal. Okay, ain't yeah. nothing personal. All right. Okay. You think Indy's got a chance to come out of the, that AFC the way it looks right they're now? They're a
3: trendy pick. If that defense Dude. is healthy, they're a trendy pick. They got. listen,
0: I won't argue with with them having the best running back if you want to say that in football. Period. But them ascending past those other teams that we know are in the AFC to make, make the the conference championship, I won't. I I won't see them there. Dude, that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Right, y'all call me a liar, whatever. Okay. But, you know, okay. who are the other two that for Atlanta? Let's bring it back home. All right. At 929 The Game, we'll read some of the responses moving forward. <sighs> Maria, don't be mad at us, but please join us next. <laughs> Maria Martin, live alive. We're going to talk to her. We're going to talk some football. Well, maybe if we'll I ask her this question Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app.
2: Radio 90 Time the game and 92 Game.com. Sam and Greg with you. Nine floors up the Studios. Greg Clarkson over here working that airbase. Yeah, I am. Like I'm the, on one of the Brothers Johnson. Yeah, you are just wearing it out over there. I'm so glad you're with us and so glad you're accessing us any way you can on radio or if you're on your devices, whichever one, um, your iPad or your iPhone through the Odyssey app. Um, thanks Thank so much you. for joining us.
0: And I want to remind you that uh, Unwritten. Dive into a deep, just a deep dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten. New podcast hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And before we bring our guests on, Eric, our producer, has got a legitimate argument from why Atlanta should be on this list, and we'll get to that maybe next segment. we we'll spend a little time during casting call, okay. but he is, he's got a legitimate beef, and we should be on this list because the Miami WNBA team folded. Years ago. Okay. It was there. They had one, mm-hmm. but it folded years ago. Okay. So, if we're not included because of a hockey team that folded. Didn't fold. It moved. Well, it moved. Okay. Yeah. Well, they still had a crossover with the WNBA team. So, we'll, we'll we'll explain all that later on. Would you like to welcome our guest? Because I don't absolutely, know if she wants to talk
2: absolutely. to me. Well, she should. She, she can't, probably can't wait to talk to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Join on. us now on the WayForIt.com hotlines award-winning uh, sports anchor reporter for WXIA 11 Alive, uh, Maria Martin. Maria, good morning and welcome.
4: Good morning, you guys. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thank you.
2: <laughs> Greg, Greg has had the most difficult time. Just,
0: I, I have to apologize to you, Maria. I, I, I mispronounced your name a, a couple times this morning. So, how do
4: you do that?
0: Well, because I didn't hear when I was first given. I thought I heard Marie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So, so I get a pass. A little bit of a pass.
4: A little bit of past, but look, I'm super jaded because I went to the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, hotty toddy. But at my graduation, at my college graduation, they actually mispronounced my name.
0: (laughs) Well, then then you and I, okay, thank you. Uh, and, and, And I will, again, in front of thousands of people, apologize. But now you and I are kindred spirits because people to this day still put a T in my last name because of the city here around Atlanta. And it's, uh, it's Clark Stone. Okay, fine. I'm ca- constantly calling, it, called it, and have it written out where people put it down, put a T in my name.
4: <laughs> so kind of, you know. So that's terrible.
0: Nah, it's not that bad. But you know, worst things could happen. Thank you and <laughs> welcome to the show. First thing, uh, Sam had brought up while we were br- getting ready to bring you on here, we are hopefully going to have you as a regular contributor to the show. Is that possible? Get your thoughts on NFL, college football, all that stuff.
4: Hey, look, that'd be great. I'm happy to be on whenever you guys need me.
0: Okay. Well, here's the question. Sam mentioned what kind of music we want to put around. You know, because we got certain guests that have their own theme music. Yeah. So who's your favorite band or singer or something you'd like to be brought on to?
4: Yeah, you know, Eric was asking me that in the break before you guys brought me on. And I used to do So before I came to Atlanta, I used to work in Montgomery and I used to do a regular radio show, ESPN The Ticket in Montgomery. And they used to bring me on with songs with my name in it. And that's what I suggested to Eric, because there's tons of songs with Maria in it. Um, So I'm happy for any of those. That would be great.
0: All right. Well, be listening for a little bit of West Side Story coming
2: up. See, see, West Side Story. Could be
4: possible, yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, look, this week, when last time I saw you, when last I saw you, uh, we were all sweating out there at Flowery French as training camp got started. Uh, what are your impressions from what you've seen out there so far from this team? And, you know, we've seen the OTAs. We, we've seen the, the mini camps and, and the rookie camps. And now the team is fully assembled. i put pads on tomorrow, but so far uh, from the beginning, what, what are your impressions?
4: Well, Sam, first and foremost, I think my first impressions are that it's incredibly hot at Flowery Branch. You already said that the last time I saw you. We were all just kind of staring into the distance because it was so hot. But, you know, I can handle some heat. up am from South Florida. But other than that, um, I think one of my biggest impressions so far is exactly what the coaches talked about on Saturday is that this team is incredibly competitive. And it's kind of surprising, right? Because we don't really know much about this particular team. This is a completely different-looking roster than really when the guys took over two years ago, talking about Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. So this is a whole lot of faces we don't know too much about So to see them be competitive really early before the pads even get on, I think is super important. And even when you talk to the guys in rookie minicamp and OTAs, you can tell that this is a different group, that they have a chip on their shoulder. They have brought in guys. It's funny because Terry Fontenot has consistently talked about the makeup of players and and looking for a specific kind of player off the football field. You're really starting to see that come to fruition when you're looking at the guys in training camp so far. I think when the pads come on, it's going to be even more intense. intense. So I can't wait to see the competition get going. Because right now I've been so impressed with just how fiery and energetic practice has been put the pads on i think it's going to get a little bit more crazy
0: she's marvelous i'm glad you got you reached out to maria and had her part of the show yeah. here yeah she is one i can see why she's won awards yeah maria martin from 11 live joining sam and greg here sports radio 92.9 the game 92.9 the game.com all right so where is your focus as these camps start where are you going to be looking at what side of the ball are you more interested to see this transition well that's such
4: a good question and and first of all, thank you so much for the compliment. That's so sweet. Um, But I, I think that's a really good question because I think that on both sides of the football, there's a lot of question marks and there's a lot of issues on both sides of the ball. One of the biggest points of emphasis, I think, so far in training camp has been the offensive line because we've seen how much they've struggled over the last couple of years and we've seen a lot of rotations on the offensive line. We've been talking about before training camp that there was going to be a lot of battles within that position group. Well, you're seeing that come to fruition even before the pads get on. So I think I'm more intrigued to see kind of what the offense is doing, especially because you lost a lot of key pieces. And especially because Calvin Ridley's not going to be playing for the Falcons this year, I think it's important to, to know what Drake London can do. You've already seen him going uh, really well i think so far on seven on seven up against the defensive backs he's had a lot of flashy plays so far that's what you want to see when you draft a kid eighth overall so i think the offensive side of the football is slightly more intriguing i don't want to say more because everybody knows the pass rush did not exist for the falcons last year so on the defensive side of the football seeing which guys actually break through and show us that they can be competitive and can turn things around like dean pease talked about on saturday uh, I, I really like that, but I'm still going to go offensive side of the ball slightly.
2: Spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning, we're pleased to be joined by Maria Martin. And she is social. Maria, I do this to everybody. He does uh, it to everybody. Uh, yeah, she is she, <laughs> she is social. You can find her on Twitter, at Rhea underscore Martin, at Rhea underscore Martin. Now, you talked about Dean Pease, and we talked about the limited edition of that of the playbook for the defense we've seen in the past supposedly now we're going to see more of that. You feel like we got enough of the pieces in, especially with some of the young talent uh, being assembled on defensive. Are we going to see him really open up the rest of that playbook on the defensive side of the ball as he's promised?
4: Gosh, I hope so. I mean, that's the goal, right? That's why you draft a guy like Abichetti, and that's why – you draft a guy like D'Angelo Malone and you hope that they can push a lot of these other guys. I mean, you have brought some other talent in that's not completely young that are veterans, but it's still guys that haven't really made a name for themselves in the NFL so far. So yeah, I think the impassioned speech by Dean Pease on Saturday was important. And I think that people should take note of it. Basically he's saying he's tired of everyone talking about how bad the Falcons are. I mean, look, there's a reason why people are talking about how bad the Falcons are and have been, because when you're so much, just so many years removed from a Super Bowl and you're still not being contenders. You're winning seven games. You're changing over regimes. Yeah, there's a reason why people are talking about the fact that you guys aren't a good football franchise anymore. So he's tired of it. And and it's good to see a coach do that, especially in the NFL, because it shows that they care. It shows that you know, things are changing. And exactly like what he said, he wants to change the culture. And that's what this coaching staff is doing. So, you know, they're hoping that these pieces that they've put in place really are going to make a difference. And it's crazy because when you only have 16 players remaining from the other regime, and two of which are not even on the field right now because you have Deion Jones out and Calvin Ridley not playing for next season. Yeah, that's a lot of new faces. So yeah, you hope that some of these guys that they've drafted can step up. They're super young though, and that could bode well for the Falcons. Look, they got nothing to lose. And I think that's really important, especially in the NFL. It does a lot when you got a lot of young faces who nobody knows who they are yet. We don't even know who they are yet. So for them to come in, be competitive, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see that kind of unfold over the uh, over the next little bit, especially when the pads come on. You certainly hope that there's enough pieces in place, Sam. But who knows with the stocking team? I'm just glad that we can be surprised by them.
0: Hey, Maria, how much do you want to see a Desmond Ritter um, during these um, preseason games?
4: I mean, I want to see him play. I I really do. I think everybody's probably on that same page, right? Because we've seen enough of Marcus Mariota to know kind of what kind of quarterback he is. However, I think he's going to thrive a little bit differently under Arthur Smith because they have a connection prior. Arthur Smith does weird things with quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know what it is. And it's mostly because I'm a Dolphins fan and I saw what he was able to do with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. That was not the quarterback I saw in Miami. So I have full faith that he can do Something different with Marcus Mariota. And it's funny because going all the way back to OTAs, when I talked to Marcus, he kept using the phrase play free. And I asked him, I said, okay, well, what do you mean by that? You know, what do you feel like you're playing free? And he said, yeah. And that means he's as comfortable as he has been so far in the NFL. And look, this is the off season. He hasn't seen live action in a Falcons uniform so far. But He does feel comfortable, and there's a lot that goes with that, with being a quarterback. He's confident, he's comfortable, but at the same time, you have a young guy who's not just going to lay down and let you take the job. He's going to compete. He's going to prove to you why he was drafted as a quarterback and why he wasn't just signed as an undrafted free agent. I'm excited to see Desmond Ritter. Do I think he's going to be NFL-ready right away? Absolutely not. But I do think that he could be a really good professional quarterback in the future.
2: Spending time on it.com it. hotline with Maria Martin uh, from 11 Alive Sports. we got a little bit more time to spend with you. I want to ask you one baseball thing right quick. With Braves right now, I uh, have won this series for this, this weekend. Uh, some big games coming up with the Mets coming up. Trade deadline Tuesday. Do we go dealing between now and then?
4: Yeah, I think you have to. I, I really do. And I think you need an outfielder and you need one now. Because when you had Adam Duvall and you're, you're getting rid of an outfielder for the remainder of the season, um, you know, it, it's it's not great. So I think especially now after yesterday with Ian Anderson showing you that he can be the Ian Anderson that we knew last year, right? Uh, he needed that game so badly. Six scoreless innings from Ian. Um, it's funny because I was at the Atlanta Dream game last night keeping up with my phone as much as I could. But uh, nine strikeouts and one hit over six scoreless and walking only one guy. I think you kind of feel a little relief because you're not totally sold on going starting pitcher, even though if you could get a deal where you get an outfielder and a starting pitcher, that's great. But yeah, I think you do. I have full faith in Alex Anthopoulos considering what he did last year, Uh, but the Braves are again in a better position than they were last year at this point in the season. But yeah, like you mentioned, there's some, there's some important games coming up. They're in a great position, but there's no reason that the Braves should ever feel completely comfortable because it is baseball and anything can happen. And they're on pace to win 50-plus again, but you still need someone in the outfield, and that's an immediate need, even over starting pitcher, in my opinion.
3: Hey, Maria, this is Eric. I think I'll get the uh, privilege of ask you the last question of the day, and since I'll be the one dialing you up every when you're here, I'm glad to do that. I'm going to say that uh, we got you one week too late because I want to take you back to those SEC media days. What's going to happen down in Oxford? What's what? what your boys going to do? Is Lane the man to get you up to the top? Lane train.
4: Gosh, that's a great question because I, you know, whenever I decided to go to Ole Miss, I will say that I knew we weren't going to be great at football most years. Okay, I knew that it was going to continue to be Alabama and Auburn in the West, and those and Mississippi State. Even though it pains me to say it. But Lane Kippen does something different and interesting to football teams. I mean, Ole Miss is a team to sleep on in the West. I don't think they're going to beat Alabama and, and be SEC West champions. But uh, you saw what he was, what he was able to do with Matt Corral. He's potentially the best quarterback in Ole Miss history. Yes, I'm going over Eli Manning's head um, just in the way that he was able to play in college. I'm not saying he's a better quarterback than Eli Manning. However. Um, you know, I, I think that Lane could be th- there for a while if he wants to be there. I've heard some things that he's not totally sold on being in Oxford. So uh, if he wants to be there, he could turnally, totally turn things around. I- I'm excited about Lane Kippen in Oxford for sure.
0: All right, Maria, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of the show today. Um, you can't do any other shows here at the station. You've got to be ours. <laughs> you, just, you are you are, you are, are now working just Sam and Greg on Saturday and Sundays, and that's it because you're, just, you're you. Wonderful, yeah, and we got to keep
3: Steve away from her.
0: Yeah, well, no, no, she can't go anywhere else. You just don't be like Mr. Crenshaw and just step out on me. <laughs> but the other you thing, is, funny. but and the other thing is, before we let lucky. you go, because no, we're we're up against it. We got to break here, but real quick, what do you got going on tonight?
4: Uh, tonight I have my show that I have every Sunday night at eleven thirty on Eleven Alive Sports Extra. Tune in. We've got some great guests, and we'll be talking all about the Falcons and breaking down some of those position groups too. All right, Marie, fantastic.
0: Martin. We can't. And listen, you you get a call next week you get the call next okay. week so okay. be ready alright and we'll figure I'll out some, ready. we'll figure out some intro music for you thank you enjoy the rest of your Sunday Maria thank
4: you guys appreciate it
0: we couldn't be happier to have her as a part of you know this is one of the things uh, between Eric and Sam and myself we were trying to bring you new voices um, talking about the various sports and Maria was a, a wonderful gift for you and, and again looking forward to talking to her throughout the season get her thoughts as the baseball season ends and throughout the football season Coming up top of the hour, we're going to talk about the big race going on up there in Indy, and also Corey McCartney is going to join us talking about what we're looking at this Braves team as they get ready to finish up with Arizona. Phillies in between the really big series, and that's the Mets. That's coming up. But up next, I'm going to let you know about some job opportunities in the film and television industry. Casting call, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 Game, 92.9 Game.com. Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Nine it's the last day of July, y'all. Yo. And you're spending it with Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, and we thank you for that. How about that? We're having some fun this morning, right? We are. We got here talking about the Isle of Man race. If you haven't seen that, you need to check it out. It's on Real Sports. Talk about the barbershop. There was a beef in there yesterday. Sam and I, oh, I didn't send you the picture. Or do you have it? And Can you send it to I got the
2: picture. I got to send it to Eric.
0: Okay, send it to Eric. There's a picture of uh, the three of us. And, um, and
2: shout out to everybody over at Off
0: the Hook. Off the Hook, even though they're sleeping right now because they ain't got to work on a Sunday. The shops are closed on Sunday and Monday. Yep, yep. But we were there yesterday together, yesterday morning. And the shop, like a lot of businesses, getting ready for football season. And you've heard us talk about Maurice. And there is no bigger fan. I mean, everything no, no that comes out of this mouth. Man, yeah. he, every, he is a full-throated <laughs> promoter of this, of, uh, of this team but yet he ain't gone out to see him practice or many games. And the rest of the guys in the shop love giving him the business about it. And so that was going on yesterday. And then there was a little bit of a beef. I thought something was going to happen, you know, because there was a dude who didn't get in the chair quick enough and he got up and left and, you know, said something. And faces started turning different colors and, it was. I just thought for a minute there, but Carl handled it, and everything was good. And then you showed up, and it started giving the history of something that Carl didn't want to. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, vintage he to, barbershop he stuff. Just, he, he, he was just be, no nope. being,
2: being down Falcons, and, and <laughs> I said I, the history part of Do y'all know why the Falcons w- w- ushered into the NFL? Right. That the AFL was trying to get in Atlanta.
0: He didn't want to hear that. Yeah. So again, it don't matter who you are whether you're Sam Crenshaw or Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp we are or like, DeSco.
2: You're going to you all in line. You
0: better have, some, you better, have a in. thick skin and maybe bring some armor with you. Yeah. Because you, you are going to get it. Um, coming up 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Corey McCartney from the Diamond. is a show he does with Grant McCauley. You can hear that at 5 o'clock today. And of course, they're all things baseball, all things Atlanta Braves. And these guys are uh, first pitch this afternoon trying to shut things down and sweep Arizona. They'll be talking about that. But... Um, I want to let you know about some jobs that are out there. And I, I, it's been a while since I have pinpointed actual in-front-of-the-camera jobs. And I want a yes or a no from you two, Eric and Sam, that you could submit and do these roles. All right? Now, I'm going to run through all of them, but just a few of them. And, of course, I've concentrated on the behind-the-camera jobs, and I still show you how to find those, starting with Georgia.org. But let's just start off with the first ca- – First casting company I have on there is Extras Cast in Atlanta. Well, you can't do the first one because they're looking for a female, any ethnicity, to be an attractive art class model. Any of you guys take our classes coming up and have a model show up and, you know, pose? And by the way, this particular role, there is no nudity. Sometimes they do have, they, they ask you to take your clothes off. And they they give you extra money And they it? pay you more for that. Okay. They, we've done that regularly on the casting call. But this one, fit, no nudity, must be comfortable in a two-piece bathing suit on set. So that's a model for that one. Uh, you guys didn't answer my question. Are you, did you have any art classes coming up and have a model show up? Because no, I can't draw. I can't no. do
3: that. I'm with you. I can't draw stick figures. So.
0: Now, here's the one where you two <laughs> can decide and be honest with our audience whether you'd want to do or not. They are looking for, as it is written here, and this is a featured role, right? So they're paying a little bit more money there. and looking for a male. A mature male, as they put it, mature. A mature male. So we'll just say an older male. Yeah, fifties, sixties, in there. But here's the thing: you got to be comfortable taking your shirt. You know, being shirtless. Um, well, I'm. I'm. Okay. i Unfortunately, you know, I'm still. If it said thirties, <laughs> mean, forties. Well, that was the best impression of Ralph Kramden I ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. I he didn't watch the show. I will,
3: I will. <laughs> I mean, I would be comfortable, but athletic. I don't, I don't fit, fit the, the older age, male age genre.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know some. You know some guys that are in that category. Yeah.
2: Now I, I, I know some. Okay. Some folks. I well, they're looking for that, this Extras casting in Atlanta. Folks that show up at uh, my my spin class and you know, that and and is <laughs> dudes older than me. You're not going and bo- and, and, and oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now
0: you two will be a part. Of, no, actually, you can't because you're too young. But you wish you could. On locations, casting is doing a project called. It's over on Netflix a man in full, they are having a Morehouse-themed block party scene. So it's college age, obviously, Morehouse, 18 to 26-year-olds. They are looking for, and see, I I flipped this, and I'm just going to be honest with you. When they ask for African-Americans, I put black. Because it's an extra role, you're not opening your mouth, and we got a massive Jamaican and African community here, and when they hear that, they feel like they can't submit you just got to be black. I'm sorry. I'll just put it out there. The industry needs what they need when they need it. They're not trying to be politically correct. They need people of color. All right? So they need black folks to be a part of this scene that's supposed to depict Morehouse. Right? How else can you put that? So y'all sit there and shake your hands no, with your mouth no, closed. No, I'm not <laughs> saying. Well, first, am I'm, I right? I'm just,
3: I'm just so happy that you've said Morehouse three times.
0: Yeah. Um, but, I know y'all, but this but is- But I agree with you. It's It's a- it's too general. It's, it's, and, and listen, I'll give you a little behind the scenes thing here with the industry. Most of the casting directors are our Caucasian brothers and sisters. Right. They are uncomfortable saying black, black first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they put African American. Yeah. I understand that, but they also don't realize the various communities a city this size has mm-hmm. that if you just see them pulling up to the store or, you know, they look like black folks, okay? You don't know that they're from either Nigeria or Kingston or Trinidad or wherever. You don't know. And All if right, you're not right. going to open your mouth on set, you look like you're from Detroit or Phoenix or wherever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Gotcha. Right? Right. So on location casting, again, a man in full, Netflix. There's a Morehouse Black Party going on. You'll see it up on this. By the way, I just uh, updated it. It is on Twitter. It's uh, on 929thegame.com slash casting call. So, again, there's that one. Let me scroll down a little bit more. Show you another need. Destination Casting has two projects. One is a new gospel. Are you ready for this? They're shooting Christmas stuff. New Christmas movie where they need men and women of all shapes, sizes, and ethnicities for multiple roles. But you got to have Christmas attire, Christmas and winter attire. Yeah, I got. You got to wear one of them sweaters. Oh, sweater. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. The other one is, and I don't know any more information. I read the breakdowns. I give them to you, you guys. It doesn't matter. A lot, long as you fit the role. But this is a major hip-hop film project. This is destination casting. They need all ge- uh, all ge- uh, men and women. <laughs> I couldn't say genders, ethnicities to portray, as they put it, rap fans. Okay, rap,
3: rap of uh, what
0: era? Rap, because the 90s no, and 2000s. Listen, don't, is ask a different rap. don't ask them questions. Don't ask them questions. They just said it that way. When you you, they didn't ask you to dress a certain way for your submissions. You were just going to submit your pictures. But again. All ethnicities, men and women, to portray rap fans. 18 to 30 years old. So you got to be in that window, too. So that's under Destination Casting. So move down to Casting Taylor Made. There is another one where they're looking for a ton of people. Heather's got a a project called The Takeover, where they have multiple roles coming up. Some of them are reoccurring. So Casting Taylor Made. Hilton Casting is in, in the first season of a show called Hilton. You mentioned this at the top of the show. Somebody mentioned a mall. We were talking about a mall. Yep. Uh, well, they'd have a mall scene, interior mall scene coming up. And you could do this one. Okay. 18 to 70 years old. Drive All in there. just like everybody. who's walking you, through the mall. That's walking through the mall, coming out of store. This is going to be. This is like a new mall, old mall. It doesn't say.
2: You want to have B. Dalton bookstores? Uh, maybe. It's a Radio Shack. They may. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it's a I don't know. When you ask Omar a question. You,
0: you don't ask a casting director that question. You say, I'm between the age groups, I'm gonna put my clothes on, and look comfortable like I'd be in a mall. That's all you gotta worry about. You yeah. ain't gotta worry about the stores and you what year it is. Orange Julius. You ain't gotta worry about that. you Sure. You know I, I, when you do that, you know what you what you hear, by the way, for those people who go, Oh, J Lo, come here, let me get a selfie with you. Those are the same people. You know what you hear? Uh, thank you, sir. You are released. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, why? Do, 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 they,
0: do they tap you on your shoulder they, they, or just they, grab you by the collar? No, they don't touch you at all. They just look at you and say, for whatever antics you pull in or questions like this, you know what? You're released. <laughs> Next thing you know. You're because, signed, I ask you're up. Because, because I asked about Orange Julius? Because you ain't doing what they, you have to go and set. We're in see. The mall. This is what I'm telling you. When you guys do these roles, when you get on, it's called set etiquette. Got Jay Riggin. Set I etiquette. Just, what he's doing right there while they're getting ready to film and people are putting their makeup on, the last looks. Is what not to do. Is what not to do. How <laughs> come y'all ain't got an Ors <laughs> Julius in this scene? Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to say that, okay?
3: I want an Auntie Anne's. <laughs>
0: a Auntie Anne's, there you go. <laughs> so here's what they need for that one. Houston, mall <laughs> the mall scene, oh. mall patron background actors and okay. food court vendor background See, yeah, actors. See, you said food court. Yeah, you mention food, the food court. They right. didn't say the store's in the food court. Okay. They just said food court. Famous movie, Jackie Brown, right? Remember yeah, the scene with Jackie yeah. and, and and Samuel L. Jackson? Mm-hmm. Well, Samuel L. Jackson's actually walking through the mall, but she's talking to uh, um, Max Cherry, Cherry Bail Bonds. Yeah. Anyway, they're sitting in a food court. You can't right. see none of the stores behind there's, them, there's but they're in a mall of, there, scene.
3: Yeah, there's lots of movies with mall yeah. scenes. When uh, Eddie Murphy was in the Tower Heist, they had a mall scene. So ask me how many more. people
0: they're going to need for this mall scene, roundabout. thousand. Come on. hundred. 106. Why 106? I don't know. See, again, you're asking questions. Just show up and (laughs) – no, 106. I don't know. That's what the number was put there. And this is going to be filmed 17th and 18th of August. you got to be available for both days. So, again, I rarely ask you guys the actual roles that are coming. Oh, I forgot the last one, too. Uh I'm sorry. Uh Central Casting. Got a new Netflix feature. They need babies. Caucasian, babies, twins, or triplets. Because, you know, you can't – a single baby, yes, it will do. They'll make it work. But anytime they need newborns, infants, things like that, you know, they're asking for twins. So they can switch them out. There you go. And triplets are even better. Yeah. Newborn to four months old. Could you imagine uh, answering this one, submitting yourself and your brand-new baby? Yeah, put them to work. I agree with you, but – I'm just saying, yeah, go have that conversation with your wife, yeah, and she just they, had this baby. As long as
3: they become Ashley and uh, Mary Kate down the line, that's all that matters. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> and again, to find the uh, jobs behind the camera, it starts with Georgia.org. You'll see that as we go through the the in front of the camera jobs, you'll see film industry and voiceover info. Behind the camera, film industry, and TV jobs. You'll see it there. And you start at Georgia.org. I walk you through how to find those jobs. So there you go. Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com. If you've got any questions about any of this stuff, of course, you can see the list right now. It is up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. Did we get any more folks uh, answering the question that we asked about what two other athletes should make up the Atlanta? Oh, and by the way, oh, I'll hit this top of the hour here where you were right Atlanta should be on this list. But we came up with Hank Aaron, we came up with Dominique. What are you seeing so far as far as the other ones? Uh, there's a few votes
3: for Michael Vick. There's a vote for Andrew Jones. Yeah. and there Why do you say it like that? That's how they say it. Andrew. Andrew Jones. <laughs> okay. And there is two votes for
0: Dikembe Mutombo. No, no, no. So none of the pitchers, none of Chipper Jones is those guys. So far. All right. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. <sighs>